good thing. It is morning, though. July 14, 2022. This is Joyce. Hiya. With Quiet Talks on the Gospel. I am a day late and a dollar short. Actually, no money has nothing to do with this podcast. My blog is what would a Jesus girl do.com. That's where you can find me and my post. There's a picture of Jesus standing at Matthew's table. He was a tax collector, and the sea is behind them, and some men looking on, frowning, which you'll understand when I read my blog. The title is The Great Physician and the Man most hated. The scripture is in Matthew 9, 9 through 13, in the NIV. And I had also written underneath the picture that says, Jesus talks to tax collector Levi. I think Jesus changed his name to Matthew. What did people see? They saw a sinner. They saw a tax collector. What did Jesus see? He saw the man. The scripture says, pardon of a publican. That means a tax collector. As Jesus went on from there, he saw a man named Matthew sitting at the tax collector's booth. Follow me, Jesus told him, and Matthew got up and followed him. While Jesus was having dinner at Matthew's house, many tax collectors and sinners came and ate with him and his disciples. When the Pharisees saw this, they asked his disciples, Why does your teacher eat with tax collectors and sinners. On hearing this, Jesus said, It is not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick. But go and learn what this means. I desire mercy, not sacrifice. For I have come to call the righteous. Whoops, I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners. And that's the end of the scriptures. Tax collectors were universally hated. They had entered into the service of their country's conquerors, the Romans. They had certain amount of taxes to pay, but uh, to collect, I am awake, to collect, but were allowed to keep any and all above those amounts. The list of all the things in that era 
that were taxed is a very long list. Many of the tax collectors cheated people and they became rich. They were so... Oh, they were barred from worship at the synagogue. They were considered unclean. They were not allowed to be a witness in any legal case. They were put in the same class with robbers and murderers. What Matthew lost and what Matthew found, he lost his lucrative, although scandalous, job, but he found a destiny. He lost an income, but he found honor. He lost security, but he found adventure as few have ever found. What did he take with him when he got up from that table? His pen. What did he write? The Gospel of Matthew in our Bible. Amazing, his call. Can you picture it? Can you picture yourself getting up immediately from your job and following Jesus? I am sad to confess I did not follow immediately when he called me. You see, I was happy as a nurse, and I had the personality of a back pew Baptist who sat in the very back pew and occasionally said, Amen. When I had given a speech in a college English course, I had to hold on to the podium that we were given just to support myself. Oh yes, I was a Christian, but a following him meant preaching? How did I do that? How could I do that? But the Lord was drawing me closer and closer. He would speak scripture to my ear at just the right time, exactly the words I needed every time. I can tell you, though, why Matthew got up and followed Jesus. He'd been waiting on the Messiah, and he came to be convinced that the Messiah was indeed Jesus. Now, why do I say that? Because the proof is in the Gospel of Matthew that he wrote. He was very familiar with the scriptures of the Hebrew people. His quotations from the Old Testament were not only more in number than the other three evangelists each, but more than all three of Mark, Luke, and John added together. He quoted from the law, quoted from the prophets, as well as other writings. He must have been a religious, I have that in quotes, man. He must have been thinking all the time Jesus was preaching and wondering, is he the one the scriptures foretold? And the result is obvious. He got up and followed, leaving behind his life as a tax collector. 
Then he invited Jesus to his home, along with his only friends, fellow tax collectors and sinners, so that they might meet him also. To the end, this was also the time Jesus chose to refer to himself as a physician. He declared he had not come for good, holy, right people. Excuse me just a minute. Turn off the alarm. He had come as the great physician. I want to end with a quote from one of my favorite devotional books, The One-Year Book of Quiet Times with God by Jill Briscoe. It's just a paragraph. For many people, a call to follow Jesus is all they ever hear. They never hear his spirit say, it's time to launch out into the deep. One reason they do not hear is they make sure they're not listening. Jesus will not use a megaphone. And you will be safe if you stay out of earshot. But if you stay close to him, you will be bound to hear the commissioning call of the Lord. And that is what, this isn't on the blog, but that's what happened to me. He called me to preach. I had a little church for 10 years. And then after I retired, he called me to start a blog to be about him and spread the good news. Mind how you go. This one's a little bit long, but it's an amazing story, is it not? Lord bless you and keep you. Love and prayers. Till next week, and bye.